let's attack the Big Ten. Finish off our college football conversation with uh, some Big Ten talk here. Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, suspended first four games of the season. I don't think that matters. They're scheduled through the first four weeks. If they lose any of those games, it's not because the, uh, Jim Harbaugh's gone. It's because they didn't show up to play. Something like that. You know, yeah. they should not lose any of those games regardless of who's on the sidelines. Similar to these other conferences, Michigan, Ohio State, top two teams. I mean, they're both out in the East, so they have to obviously play against each other in that final week of the season. Winner's going to go to the Big Ten Championship and likely face who? Iowa, possibly. I mean, the Big Ten West is so terrible um, that the winner of Ohio State and Michigan likely headed on to the college football playoff. Is that fair to say? Uh, probably will end up moving on to the playoffs, yeah. But I think, you know, listen, I think Penn State's a team to keep an eye on. Um, You know, no more Sean Clifford. So I I love that we don't have to watch Sean Clifford anymore. I think he's on the Packers now. He might be like the backup to Jordan Love. but really? um, You know, I think Drew Allard, you know, Singleton is a, uh, you know, tremendous talent there running back. They got some explosive playmakers. The defense with Diaz there is going to be another year in that system. I think that they might be able to steal a game against an Ohio State, against Michigan. You know, I have to look a little deeper in the schedule to see some spots. But they could throw a wrench into, you know, both those teams just kind of running the table and deciding who's going to win the conference at the end of the season. If they can steal a game against one of those teams, it's going to put that team in a, in a different position at the end of the year. So um, I, I don't know if it's just going to be all Ohio State and Michigan. I think Penn State, you know, they got a shot that kind of calls a little bit of chaos. And I like me some chaos, especially in college football. There's no better brand of chaos than college football chaos. That's – it is the best chaos of all time. <laughs> I love college football chaos. But you're totally right. I overlooked Penn State here. They're going to be good this year. Return six starters on their uh, offensive line. So that's going to be good again. Their defense, best in the Big Ten in sacks last season, 43. And if you look at their schedule this year, they play Michigan at home. They beat Michigan two out of their last three games when they played them at home. That's going to be a tough game for Michigan. So I love that look. I think possibly Penn State – if you remember during the course of the season, like Michigan, you know, I forget what game might've been Maryland or whatever, but like, they're not a team that just runs the table and smashes everybody in front no. of them. They have some letdown games, you know, like they're a team they that do. depends on running the football a lot. I know they're, you know, McCarthy's going to be more live with his arm this year, but you know, listen, it's Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards. It's those guys, the big offensive line, it's Michigan football. So, you know, if they don't jump out to a big lead on some of these teams, you see them play down a little bit. They can end up, you know, dropping a game to, you know, an opponent that we might not think they would lose to. And with Penn State's schedule, I mean, they should be 6-0 and heading into their game at Ohio State. They play at the shoe, tough place to play, obviously. That game's in October. Other than that, they play at Illinois, host Iowa for their whiteout game, and then they play at Northwestern. Like, their Big Ten schedule is not anything too crazy. Yes, you have yeah. Michigan and Ohio State, but Michigan at home. Yeah, I and like I said, I think it's a it's another like that's where the cliff is. Like it's it's and the cliff comes before that. It's almost like Ohio State, Michigan, little cliff, a Penn State, big cliff, right? You know, after that, yeah. and you know, but I I think there is potential for them to kind of you know throw a wrench in 
just the whole Ohio State, Michigan, just kind of, you know, waltzing their way into the big game at the end of the year that everybody's waiting for. I think they could cause some disruption. And, and that's what, you know, that, that's what it's for. You know, that, that's what makes college football great is that when teams do drop one of these games during the regular season that they shouldn't, it has massive implications. Now, Ohio State, Michigan can lose a game and still end up in the college football playoff. We know that, you know, from history. But, um, you know, it's going to be fun. I mean, I, I like Penn State. I think that, you know, now they can open up the offense. You know, the defense has to be better. I think Michigan ran for, like, 600 rushing yards against somebody who played them last year. So, that can't happen again, right? Like, they got to be a little tougher up front. But, uh, you know, they're, they're a team that I think can, can punch a, a, a Ohio State or Michigan in the mouth and steal one. Just kind of going through these other win totals in the Big Ten. Wisconsin is eight and a half. Iowa is eight and a half. Other than that, I mean, to see Michigan State at five and a half wins, I know they have not been the Michigan State of, what, five, ten years ago? Maybe not. I mean, not even that long ago. But, like, five years ago they were competing for the conference title. It felt like um, – what was their quarterback? Connor, blonde hair, very cute. Oh, Connor Cook, right? Connor, he went to the Raiders. Connor, Connor Cook, guy? yes, went to the Raiders. Yeah. yeah, like they were in the Big Ten championship game with him just a couple of years ago. It felt like it. Now six wins and you hit your over. Yeah, That's it's like Mel Tucker. Odd Mel Tucker got there. And he did it, you know, it's almost like when, you know, Tom was talking about being a year ahead, right? Like Mel Tucker yeah. got there. And Michigan State had a tremendous immediate response. I think it was the pandemic year um, uh-huh. and surprised a lot of people, right? And it was just a goofy year. Like, teams didn't know how to prepare. You know, they were doing Zoom meetings. They can't, you know, it was just different, yeah. right? So, you know, so he gets a, a, an incredible – has an incredible season under those circumstances. And then last year they kind of fall back in line, right? So it's like, you know, you take a step forward, you take a step back. And, you know, recruiting might not have been, you know, as, as good as they initially thought coming off that, you know, solid season. And now they're looking at, you know, five and a half wins. I, I, I think when you get to the, like, mid-tier, bottom tier of the Big Ten, it, it, there is a lot of ambi- ambiguity, 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 sorry. But, like, where these teams are, you know, they, they could end up in any order. You know, like you look at, you know, the Michigan States and, the, you know, Wisconsin, what to expect out of them with Fickle. They bring over Phil Longo. They're changing the whole kind of offensive concepts that they're running. They're getting away from smash mouth football, you know, and they're going to air it out a little bit more with um, Mordecai, the kid they got from SMU. So, you know, they're going to be an interesting team to watch, you know. And Iowa, Air Iowa, right? Iowa's got to light up the scoreboard this year, right? They got Kate McNamara, right? They can't be, uh, you know, winning these games 10-6 anymore. Our heads are going to roll. So, you know, it's going to be fun. But, again, we get to the mid-bottom of the division, of the conference, it could go anywhere. I'm just excited to watch Iowa score some points this year. That has to happen. (laughs) Has to.